All right, guys, welcome to episode 70 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy, Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week, we talk about Malignant. We talk about Reservation Dogs, Hades, Days Gone, the movie industry, the video game industry. <laughs> um, we, we talk about an unexpected cash cow of a fucking studio. Um, <laughs> and, and just an unbelievable pitch that must have been made to pull this movie off. And then, uh, you know, we do a very, very quick recap on uh, the Emmys and how Marvel doesn't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> but first. As usual, mm-hmm. uh, we'll start with what we've been watching, uh-huh. uh, which is to say, uh, last weekend, watch the fucking Cowboys win. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so at the time of this recording, they're uh, one and one. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a good start, 500. But, yeah. you know, it's uh, the season is still young. So what is, as of this recording, it's 15 games. Now that they added the additional one. Right. So... Like you said, season's still young, but I mean, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Chargers is a game that I feel like could have easily went in either direction, like both during the game and also, um, you know, before the game started. That was one for me. I was like, I don't know, this is a toss up. Um, yeah. So it's nice to win those. Uh, also, fantasy, my fantasy team won out here, just balling two and zero. What up? Mm-hmm. Um, your team, your team. You guys I, um, I lost. I'm one and one, just like the oh, Cowboys no. too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So well, I'm 500. Uh, but it's still young, you know. It, okay. it, it, I think last year I I won it, and I think I was like, I think two and two or three and two at one point early on. So, okay. um, yeah, you got to get. Uh, you know, the season is still young. Got to get on the waivers and see what's up. But yeah, luckily I picked up Tony Pollard and looked like a champ. Um, but you know, it is what it is. And then, uh, the last thing I want to talk about in regards to the football season is that I've started mm-hmm. making, uh, uh, wagers on games, um, which I don't even know if it's like actually legal. Like I'm doing it online. It's a legitimate <laughs> website online, but I'm in a state where it's not legal. So I don't know. Um, uh-huh. but anyways, uh, my bet last week, mm-hmm. um, I took the Seahawks, um, and I took the Cowboys, and both of those bets uh, were, sorry, one bet came through, one bet flopped, so I basically came up even. Um, mm-hmm. But this week, took a more risky bet. Ooh. I only bet $5, but mm-hmm. I need I need the Cardinals to win and against the Jaguars, which is a pretty mm. safe one. Yeah. But I parlayed that with the Saints beating the Patriots. I need Ooh. I need week one Jameis back, baby. Let's Ooh. go. <laughs> that is pretty good. Uh, yeah, I I I mean I have uh, the Cardinals defense, um, against the the Jaguars. So I'm also I guess I'll, I'll be there cheering <laughs> with you. I'm like, come on, just a lot of picks. And kind of, and, and and um and that's that their defense is an example of you know that classic like either or defense. Where I, this whole week I was like, damn. Um, 
I was going back and forth whether to pick them up or the Panthers because they play the Texans. And, like, it's one of those where it's like, well, both have been playing well. And actually, I think the Panthers' defense has been playing better, but their matchup is not as good. And I'm like, God, I don't know. I don't know, dude. And so I ended up picking the Cardinals. And I have no doubt whatsoever that it'll come back to bite me hard in the ass. So... Yeah, you, you had to hit the Tony Romo, uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we'll see how that goes. But, um, but yeah, but then the other one, the the the, the Saints beating the Pats. Um, I mean, it, it's like, well, it's like week one. Right? It's like, it's one of those games where, like, if you told me, it's the opposite of the Cardinals one. Where, like, if you, like, yeah. the Cardinals lost, I would be like, what? But they look so good the last two weeks, you know? Right. But this one's like, if you told me the Saints one, I'd be like, hmm. That makes sense. Mac Jones probably showed his ass, and you know Jameis came back, and maybe Kamara ran wild. But if you're like, yeah, the Pats won, I'd be like, mm, yeah, that's right. Jameis probably threw some picks. Sean Payton didn't give uh, Kamara enough touches, and yeah. Belichick works some magic. So I think it's literally like neither of those would sound weird to me if you told me that they happened. Yeah. So the Saints were the underdog a little bit, and so I like parlayed that with a heavy favorite to get like, you know, I'm betting five dollars and I'll win. 10 more if you know what I mean like walk yeah. away with 15 if, if both those come through so um I was I wasn't I'm not like super confident in the Saints but like I'm betting small amounts so it's yeah. like if I if, if if the Saints lose I'm just like oh that's five dollars like you know what I mean like, yeah I could I could buy a five dollar scratch off once a week and not be like oh what are you doing right right <laughs> so. exactly and this gives you another team to cheer for you know exactly um so that's what I've got um uh, but anyways, now that we're now that we're away from football and what we watch, uh, what else have you been watching? Yeah, yeah. So this movie, uh, this week, this week, I once again have a movie and a TV show. And actually, I think it's pretty much the same sort of setup as last week, where I said I had a horror movie and uh, an FX Hulu show. And this week, I have the same combination. Okay. Um, and I'll start off with the movie. Um, so this week, I watched Malignant, um, and I think yeah. I mentioned it at the end of last week's episode, saying that I was super excited for it. Um, have you, had you heard of it? Have you heard of it? Or I've heard you... of it, but I have mm-hmm. no idea what it's about or anything. Yeah. I don't so, know any of the, like, diet or not the discourse around it. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to be like a good one. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So I, I was excited for it. Um, back, I think I first mentioned it on the podcast when I, we were talking about the conjuring three, because I had said that. You know, The Conjuring 3, I was excited for, or I had seen it, and it was solid, but it was missing that certain James Wan spark, the director of the previous two, and right. because he was doing a new horror movie, which was this one. Okay. And so, the, in the weeks leading up to it, I, well, I wasn't going to be able to see it opening weekend, which, you know, sucked, but I, I saw it, I think, this past Tuesday, which I think is like a week and a half, or maybe two weeks after it came out, okay. and right around the week that it came out... You know, I started seeing reactions, people talking about it and tweets about it. And so I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to mute this word and I just don't want to see it. Because I actually hadn't seen any trailers for it. I mean, literally okay. the only thing I knew about it was the poster, which is like this lady sort of like on her side. And she's like, she's like her eyes are wide open. And then like the, one of the letters in Malignant, it's like a sharp pointy, like a, like a knife pointed at okay. her eye. And that's like all I knew about it. And I, it's, when I went to see a couple movies, they had the trailer, but I just like looked at it on my phone, or I would, like, was like, oh, let me go use the bathroom. And so literally all I knew was that it was about a lady, and she had visions, or she like something about visions. But I literally knew nothing else about it, okay. which was kind of awesome watching the movie going in and being like, okay, so this is what it's about. And so um, the movie, so I'll talk about James Wan and why I think he, I kind of love his movies and him as a director. Um, but I'll talk about the movie first. So the movie is pretty much that. It's a lady who has these visions of murders. 
and she comes to find out that her visions aren't i mean they're you know they're visions of things that are actually happened but they're com- she comes to find out that they're not quite sh- what she thought they were or like the connection between her life and the visions is a little bit uh, more concrete than she imagined and that's all i'll say okay. about it but i will say um it is fucking bonkers like it is nuts where this movie goes and so um when it starts off i would say that the first third of the movie is is pretty creepy like it sort of follows that standard um sort of horror movie like tropes like stuff like squeaky sounds set up oh shit this person turns off a light now it's open or like you know the door's open now it's closed oh shit um to the point where i was like okay so this is what it is but then it sort of takes a turn about act two and then by Act Three, it's 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 completely dropped it's off the fucking of, rails. <laughs> yes, it's dropped the horror thing, and it's more of like a thriller. It's more of um, how can I say? What's a movie that sort of follows the same pattern? Um, I guess Cabin in the Woods. We we mentioned Cabin in the Woods last week. I guess that's one where at the end you you know it's creepy stuff, but you sort of go, "Holy shit!" I just like what you're seeing. And it, I'm not saying that it's Kevin in the Woods in terms of what happens, like in terms of story-wise, just in terms of how right. you go, holy shit, it just keeps going on and on, and like getting, gets, um, sort of going crazier and crazier. Um, so I, I like loved, I, I, I didn't love, well, I loved watching it. I had a blast watching it. I don't think it's like a perfect movie in any way. I think, um, it sort of has, you know, like it's not, I, as a horror, it's a little clunky. The acting is a little clunky. The exposition is okay. a little clunky. Like it's not. This isn't. Um, I had a blast with it in the way that somebody has a blast with like a, like Cabin in the Woods. Rather than it's not a smart Cabin in the Woods, but I don't think it's also not as good as something like Hereditary or Midsummer. These like movies that are like uh, Get Out, where these movies are like scary, but there's like more there to them, right? Right. Okay. And they're sleek and they're smooth and they're smart and they're not dumb. Uh, this is more on like the the dumb meaning that it's like sort of clunky but it's a fucking blast like um and so yeah so i would say if if, if you liked the conjuring like do you like like his movies like the conjuring or insidious or um what's i think one? the conjuring might Saul? be the only one i've seen uh, okay yeah um yeah so he i mean and he also did um james wan also did furious seven and aquaman that's an odd uh, <laughs> well, thought you fit those in there. Yeah, so they got. I forget why they they got him to do Furious Seven. I forget why. I think he was. He must have done. I think he did like an a semi action movie that sort of had. Well, no, it was The Conjuring. It was The Conjuring. And then I think these days, if you do a pretty good job at making a good solid horror movie, they pretty much give you like a big blockbuster, like right. James Gunn or uh, David Sandberg who did Shazam. Or Nia DaCosta, who's doing Captain Marvel 2. Right, or right. Or who else? Um, but anyway, um, and so he got, from The Conjuring, he got Furious 7. And then that was so huge that they gave him Aquaman from that. Gotcha. And so, so if you like any of those, if, they, if, if so basically, if you like any of these movies, Saw, Insidious, The Conjuring, The Conjuring 2, Furious 7, or Aquaman... If you liked mm-hmm. any of those, you will like Malignant because there's something in this movie that you could point back to in one of those movies and be like, boom, that wasn't that. That wasn't that. That's how fucking bonkers this movie is. It's good, like, you, could, you could literally point to any of those and be like, oh, yeah, The Conjuring, you like the creepy stuff? Boom, Malignant. Oh, you like like the action parts of The Furious 7 with the camera moves? Boom, you got that <laughs> in Malignant too. 
Um, so it's it's free on HBO Max. It's in theaters, but it's free on HBO Max okay. until October tenth because they're doing it's one of those like you know thirty day ones like yep. in the Heights or all those ones you talked about. Um, but I can't recommend it enough, and I think um, it's it's a blast, especially for Halloween. And um, but yeah, I think like I, I don't I haven't heard of many people who watched it. I think I was the first. I went with two friends to the movies to watch it, and they both okay. liked it a lot. Um, but I haven't heard anybody else, so I'd love to hear what somebody else thought and be like, "Whoa!" Like I saw it at home, and it was like, Ugh, or I saw it in another theater, and it was like not that great. Um, but yeah, I really, really like this one, and um, I'll definitely the... throw it on my list to check out for sure. It, it sounds interesting. Um, yeah, so. I was yeah, I've seen another another knock would be just that it, it it's a tad too long, but it's like where it goes, it kind of needs it. Like it, it's an hour fifty one. Okay. Which is a little long. Um, not to say that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm checking my watch. I'm like, holy shit, hurry this movie up. Come on. It was just by the time that it was like the third act, I was like, damn, this is this movie. Like You, you, you kind of go like, damn, this, this movie's kind of long. <laughs> Especially considering that The Conjuring 3, Purge, and Candyman were all sort of the same vein of horror movies. And all of them were about 90 minutes. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely have to set aside like an evening after put the the kids to bed to, to watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it and, and yeah, like I, and everyone be like, well, give it a quarter or not quarter, give it an act, and then you'll see how you like it because it it sort of changes so much with each act that I'm like, I can't be like, well, watch the first act. If you don't like the first act, then drop it because it's you might not like the first act, but then by the time where it goes to the third, you're like, holy shit, this movie whips ass, or vice versa. You we might be like, I love the first act, but then the other two suck, so I can't be like, you know, stick it out past that you know i would say yeah. just check it out um i had a blast james james wan is awesome i mean i i i talked about near de costa last week about you know some people just know how to move the camera you know some, the, right. the people the, the dude who did conjuring three not really right he didn't know how to set up the scenes right the dude who did coda not really just kind of like let the story just kind of go like very casual um but this one has like dude like like nobody moves the camera like him. There are like some shots early on where he's, she's like this lady's like in the house and she thinks like there's somebody inside and it like does like this, these like, she's in the kitchen, like spinning around and the camera's spinning around her. And then like, she like runs out of the kitchen and it does like this like dollhouse, like above, uh, above the headshot. And she like runs from one room to another one and then another one and then up the stairs and then down to her, her room. And like, she, like all from like above, like bird's eye view. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my friend Andy as we were walking out the theater. He was like, I really like that shot. That was really inventive. And I was like, right. Like that's nuts. Like that, that shot is 10 seconds in the movie, but literally would have taken, months to set up months to right. shoot months to build everything and all that's just for him just to be like yeah i can do that yeah i don't have to <laughs> yeah. show the lady just like running down the hallway just like a regular horror movie i have i want to like show like this weird like setup thing yeah that, that's definitely interesting especially with, like i feel like that stuff lends itself more to horror movies um uh-huh. not necessarily sorry not lends itself more because i don't mean that you'll find it more often in horror movies but i feel like like shooting something well can definitely accentuate a horror movie, you know, yes. a little more than it does yes. others. Especially somebody who has done it so naturally for the past right. 17 years, you know, like somebody who just like, like, and, and it, and it's, it's, it's all, I saw some people talking about how it's like, Oh, it's over the top in terms of how it does. It's, it's moves and it camera moves. And I was like, yeah, by design, because in the conjuring, if you watch that, it's very, 
slow burn right it's very classical like horror like creaky house like somebody going oh you know there's not there's it's flashy but it's not like over the top not like this is and so it's clear that he knows what he's doing when he's doing these like he's not just being like ah well i'm throwing the camera wiki you know like that's like his style (laughs) like he knows how to employ it and this is like his over the top movie and he's like i'm just gonna go fucking over the top with it okay i'll definitely give it a shot yeah um so i guess the the next thing i'll go to real quickly is just something Mm -hmm. i've been playing recently um which is i i bought uh hades um it's 30 bucks i think it came out i think it came out originally for pc and maybe switch and just Mm -hmm. recently came to the playstation i think it's on ps4 and ps5 um 30 bucks it's uh it's another roguelike which is you know there's a randomized dungeon yeah like you're you're in like like dungeon one will be uh, tartarus you know what i mean like like hell you know what i mean and like you'll be in dungeon one and like the shape of dungeon one will change but Mm -hmm. dungeon one will always end with a boss and it's like one of like three you know what i mean and then you kill that boss you get to move to stage two and that stage two will always be different even though it's kind of the same like you'll find like the same kinds of enemies but it's laid out differently you'll have different things you can grab or whatever um and it is just absolutely fucking phenomenal um this i heard great things about it um and it's kind of funny that i i I heard great things about this one and then i kept mixing it up with um uh the musical hades town which is also supposed to be fucking phenomenal (laughs) i've never heard of that but that's amazing it's i was like wait is it hades town wait hades town that's the game no wait that's the musical wait no the musical is hades and i would mix them both up and i don't think that they're about uh like the actual hades i think it's just like the, the name or maybe the musical is, but I just know that the musical is like fucking fantastic, and I heard the game is too. So I'm like, well, either one, I can't be wrong. It's not like one's a piece of shit and one's, you know, great. Yeah. So the game is definitely Hades. Um, like it's definitely about Hades. Um, uh, it's just there's so much to do, and like, all right. So I, I don't. This is just like a regular gameplay aspect. So you know, as you leave your home base. And you go mm-hmm. into the dungeon. You always get a boon uh, from an Olympic, uh, an, a god on Olympus, right? Mm-hmm. And so you'll get like Poseidon, um, Dionysus, the Lord of Wine, Aphrodite, uh, Demeter. He has a like, cold. You get Hermes or Zeus. And so, yeah. like, what's cool is that you'll start with a, a weapon, right? And you can choose which weapon you start with. Um, whereas a lot of roguelikes, you start with like a dagger and then it's just whatever you find along the way. This, you choose which weapon you're going to have. So you know how your weapon operates the whole time, no matter what. Like you can swap, they give you, uh, benefits to, to switching, you know, so you don't just keep using the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, as you're going through the dungeon, you get different boons and like, so, uh, for what it's worth, like Poseidon, most of his will like cause a splash of water and knock back. So it's like we can add that to your attack or your uh, a weapon special move or this other thing or your dash. And so it's like this really cool thing where, like, even though you have the same weapon and the same mechanics, like you dash, you swing, you can do a dash attack, you can throw. You know what I mean? Like all your weapons are not the same, but like they have the same. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Structure, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, as you're going through a run, how you play will drastically change every single run. Because, like, if you start with, like, Hermes, you're going to be, like, running, like, dashing all over the... Like, by the time, if you start getting a bunch of Hermes stuff, 
you're going to be just, like, dashing around, smacking shit as fast as you can. If you get, like, Zeus, you'll be, like, throwing something, and it'll just, like, you hit it, and then lightning will, like, go from it to other enemies. And so you'll just be kind of standing back and, like, letting lightning spread. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's kind of cool, like, how much can change despite, like, like, one thing that kind of sucks about some roguelikes, like, even Returnal, which I loved, is that, like, you'll find a really good weapon that's stronger than what you got, but you just hate the way that weapon works. And so you're just like, nope, not doing it. Whereas <laughs> this is, like, like, every weapon works, and, like, they're all pretty fun. But on top of that, like, you don't ever have to be, like, stuck. You know what I mean? Like, you can just choose which weapon you're going to use, and you get to enjoy that weapon the whole time, and you get to see, like, all the different ways it can turn out to play. Um, so it's it's really fun. Definitely, like, top-notch right now. I'm having a blast with it. And, like I said, it's only 30 bucks. It's an indie game, but it still looks cool. Um, yeah, so, and yeah. I know it won a bunch of awards, and so I I, I have been meaning to try it or to, to watch it. Um, or sorry to play it. Uh, I um, I fin- so I fin- you know we I'm going to talk about it in a little bit in a little bit, but I finished Days Gone, mm-hmm. and and uh, I was like, Let me-, and so I started uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift mm-hmm. Apart, the new one. But I was like, damn, I do need a new game. So I think once I finish Rift Apart, I do want to either jump into this or maybe assassin's creed odyssey or um i don't know something like that so i'm, I'm ex- I, I, if this is still 30 bucks i might just jump into this given what i've heard and and hearing you talk about it yeah it's an indie game so i don't think it's like on sale i think it's just 30 bucks yeah. um so um definitely definitely would recommend um it's one of those things that also that like you could also watch like one run or one playthrough and it wouldn't like ruin the game for you would just give an idea of what to expect and like whether it looked because because things can change so drastically every time you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it, it would just kind of give you an idea of what you're look like what you're gonna get and, and not really like make it so like uh, i don't want to play this game now you know what i mean yeah 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 so and definitely I, I check it out if you're on the fence i would say oh yeah absolutely my brother said the same thing he he bought it for his pc a couple months ago now and i started told him the same thing i was like dude i want to watch it i want to start it but i think i had i had um a couple of games i think i was at that point i was playing the last of us 2 still so i was like i got that then i got another big game and then I'm, i have rift apart waiting for me so i i but i think now that i i, I i'm gonna be able to finish it mm-hmm. um i'll be able to to start this or you know look this up and give it a chance definitely all right so uh um what, uh, what was the show you watched? Because you said you watched a movie and a show on FX. Yeah, yeah. So the show is a show called Reservation Dogs. And it's a half-hour comedy. Um, and sort of, it's on FX. So it's a similar sort of... I don't say it has the same look as Dave. But it's, you know, it's not like wacky. It's like realistic comedy. And it's about these four um, indigenous teens in a reservation in Oklahoma. And okay. the show is... Um, it's a comedy, but it's, it, you know, it's got some drama elements and it's co-created by Taika Waititi okay. and everybody else, like the writers and directors, I think they're indigenous, uh, directors and writers. So I, I haven't heard of them before, but they all, you know, they're behind the scenes and they're in front of the camera. And I, um, really, really, really enjoy this show. Um, I think it's, it, the kids are fantastic. I, I think it, it's four, uh, main kids, um, I think one of them, one of the same bear, one of the cheese, 
and then I forget the other two's names because they, I mean, they don't really say them often, but it's like them and their lives and like sort of what they have to go through. And they're all, they're trying, the whole season about is about them trying to get money to get out of the reservation and to make it to California. Like, okay, it's, and so, um, but it's a coming of age tale and it's so good. And you see sort of like what they go through on a day to day. One episode follows one of them. Or there's a couple episodes that follow just one of them, like, one of them shadowing a cop. And, like, it's, like, them, the cop is, like, this guy who's, like, super into conspiracies and stuff. And then one of them is this girl trying to take a driver's license test. And the driver's test um, teacher is Bill Burr. And he's <laughs> really fucking good in it. Um, I just think it, it's it's very funny. It's supremely empathetic toward the characters and each one of the kids is so it's so distinct and memorable like at first you might be like just because you've never seen them before you'd be like well you know like they're they're uh, characters are the same but they're really not like one of them's like a tough as nails girls one of them's like this like sort of tall guy who thinks he's the leader and then there's like this Mm -hmm. like super um how can i say uh sympathetic kid who's kind of an idiot but he's supremely sweet and his name is cheese and his his is the episode with the cop so i i think it's fantastic i think it's so good it, it, it's it's only a half hour and there's only eight episodes compared to 10 from dave so i literally finished this in four days and honestly and then that's me you know i don't binge stuff so i think if somebody who does binge stuff or who you know wants to watch it all at once you could literally finish this in like a day if you wanted to like you'd be right. like i'm gonna start reservation dogs saturday morning you could literally finish it by dinner time if not earlier so i think um i think it's great and it's been renewed for a second season i think the second season comes out next year so yeah i i totally recommend it it's up there with like the best tv shows i've mentioned on here it's up there with like you know past dave season one mayor of east town i may destroy you all of those okay okay i'll definitely uh i'll definitely throw that on the list with some of the others don't know when I'll get to it, but I'll try. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I will say that you know Taika Waititi, you know he co-created it, and I do think it has. I don't want to say it's his sensibilities because I think he, his stuff, like what we do in the shadows, and even Thor Ragnarok and the movie where he played Hit, Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. I think those are a little bit more outwardly comedic, right? Where I think this is much, this is much more. Subtle. It's the same. It's like it's his comedy toned down to fifty percent. Right. It's the same sort of. I don't want to say quirkiness, but it's the same sort of. When you watch it, you're like, yeah, this is clearly you see his fingerprints there, but it's toned down. So it's it's um, yeah, it's it, yeah, just water down whatever you're thinking about when I mention you know what we do in the shadows with the Ragnarok or, or the Hunt for the Wilder People by fifty percent. You're like, oh, okay, that's Reservation Dogs. Gotcha. All right, yeah, and that is on Hulu uh, on FX, yeah. Mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. All right. Um, do you want to touch on? Uh, you said you did say you finished Days Gone, right? Yeah, and I'll I'll literally mention it for thirty seconds. So it, it's the I, what I, <coughs> I did become God. I mentioned a couple weeks ago <laughs> that you know I was excited to become God in that game, and I did, and it was awesome. Um, but I I think what basically whatever I said then fits now, which is the missions were repetitive. The characters were fine, and the best parts were the hordes, the the the, the like two to three hundred crowd zombie things that follow you, and like trying to figure out how to use traps and guns and explosions and stuff to take them all down. That was the best part. So I would say, right. um, 
I had a fine time with it. I like right, like it was it was fine. Mm-hmm. I you know I liked playing it. I liked figuring out how to kill all those hordes. So <sighs> did I maybe put too much time into it? Maybe like by the time mm-hmm. I was half done, I was like, well, I'm not backing off down now. Mm-hmm. But like if somebody was like to be like, hey man, like would you recommend dropping sixty hours into this? I would be like, no, probably not. But there's better games. There's mm-hmm. way better games out there like Horizon or Spider Man. Um, but it was fine. And so yeah, that stays gone. I like killing all those hordes. I will say, when they killed the final one, when you finally kill the gigantic, like, 500 zombie one, it is extremely satisfying. Okay. Fucking awesome. Like, when I finished it, I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, it literally took me, like, five to ten minutes to, like, set up and, and kill him. And, and, and so, it, it when it happened, like, it, it's just so much extra crap you got to go through to get to those moments of satisfaction. Right. The one thing that surprises me, um, not to drag this out too, too long, the one thing that surprises me is that, um, by all, all uh, indications, this was like a full A game, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is a fucking, like, looks nice, right? Like, it, it's it's got a lot of polish on it. Um, yeah. So, the, the crazy thing to me is that, like, um, I know it's repetitive. Uh, I've heard that, you know what I mean? And I know the story wasn't necessarily great from what I've heard. Not that it was, mm-hmm. like terrible but it was just kind of like um yeah but like the hordes of zombies and like i i heard a lot of good things about that you know what i mean and like the the just the motorcycle like the riding all of it um and the one thing that's crazy to me is that they decided to not make a sequel um a lot of people i don't know how it ends i don't know if it ends in a way that seems like it should have a sequel but a lot of people were certain there was going to be a sequel. Like, this is going to be a franchise being made. Um, and then they kind of just... It, it didn't do super well commercially. Um, and, like, I guess they were just like, well, that's that. And they just fucking wiped their hands of it and were like, we're done with that now. Um, yeah. But the thing that's odd to me is just, like... I don't know. Like, Assassin's Creed, the first one, granted, it was received super well when it came out. But, like, I remember even when that game was new, I was like, this is very repetitive. Like, this is, yes, like, yes. All, like, super tedious. And, like, the cool parts are super cool. It's just, like, everything in the middle is, like, super tedious and garbage. But, yes. like, there Two was is... there was obviously enough uh, bones to it, enough, like, groundwork, that it was like, oh, like, what, like it was repetitive because it was the first one, right? Like, we had to put yeah. all this time into building animations and, and characters and, like, assets and stuff like that. And, and of course, when you make a new game, you still make new animations, make new assets, but you're starting from a better point. Kind of like we talked with animation, right? Like, the first season's yeah. at South Park versus now. It's a whole yes. different fucking ballgame. And so it's just yes. surprising to me that, like, Days Gone wasn't even deemed to have that. Which is weird, because it kind of, like, that's, when I heard about it, that's what I assumed, right? It was like, this is going to be a franchise, the first one's going to be kind of lackluster, but then as they go along, you know, it's just like anytime someone complains about something being repetitive, and it doesn't have to be, then I'm like, oh, this will get better the more of them we make. You know what yes. I mean? Like, if it's if it's something repetitive, like, if you're saying, like, fucking Madden's repetitive, then, like, it's always going to be that way, like, you know what I mean? That's what we're here for, so, like, I, I'm not going to say anything, but, like, if it's, like, an adventure story game and you say stuff's repetitive, then I feel like that's something that can be eased up pretty quickly on the next go-around, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, I totally agree, and, and it does end on a sort of, like, it finishes the human story, but it goes, 
zombies? No, this is just the beginning, bro. And you go, oh, shit. So I can totally see where they would make a sequel. And I agree. I mean, like, the first Assassin's Creed is just, like, I didn't even think I finished it, honestly. I like, did. I, I think I got, like, halfway. But two, I fucking love. Like, it's one yeah. of my favorite video game experiences, like, ever. I remember playing on my 360. I loved it. I, like, I did everything I could on it. I loved going to all the different cities. I loved the expansion. Or not, I mean, they're not expansions, but they're, like, actual full blood sequels. You know, yeah. sequels. I love those. I love Ezio. I love was his it, story. And so... Wasn't two the one where you could, like... Uh, you could, like, pick up different weapons from people, like, laying on the ground? Like, you'd yes, find, like, yeah. a spear, like, someone had dropped you. Like, I'm using this now. It was, it was right, so yes. cool. There was yeah, so yeah. much to that game that was amazing. And, and Italy looked awesome, and it just, it, it was Even the so smallest thing, the smallest thing of, like, collecting dyes so you could change the way your outfit looked. I was like, ah, yeah. every time I got a new color, I'm like, this is the most baller shit I've ever seen. <laughs> exactly, yeah, dude, that, that was always the best part. Like, out, like changing outfits and doing, uh, like, improving your, your temples, but I think that, or, like, your city, but I think that's Yeah, the city. Um, and that was... But of course, you know the first one. You just have to, like you were saying, it's like it's like a comedy, right? Like the first season, you just lay down the bones, and then second season just improves it so much. And I feel like this—that's how—that's what they should have done with this. I feel like this could have been truly excellent sequel, and but I can see why it's so expensive. I mean, it, it like you said, it, it oozes expensiveness, right? Especially mm-hmm. with the hordes, like all of those interacting in the way that they do and and moving in the way that they, they do. You go, holy shit! This would have burned a hole through my three hundred and sixty just ten years ago, right? Um. So, yeah, I mean, I recommend it if you like zombie movies, if you like zombie games. Um, the human story is solid. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Oh, I will say, last week we talked about how I had one last thing. And I was like, well, I don't want to fucking drive around for two hours and find it in secret. But I figured out a way to, like, um, cross-reference to see, like, online, like, lists. Oh, yeah. To see which one was missing from the list in the game. And I was like, I got you, you motherfucker. And so I, <laughs> I, after we recorded, I think the next day, I went back, found it. It was, like, literally took, like, three minutes. And then I, I got all of them. So I was like, all right. I got it. So for, uh, sorry, just to, um, to now I guess I understand slightly why why it went down the way it did. I still feel like they should have at least given it one more. Um, but it was it was published by Sony uh, directly. And the one thing that like... Uh, you know, whether you like Xbox or PlayStation, the Sony, like, official Sony published titles are, like, mm-hmm. the best fucking games, right? God of War. Uh, is Horizon published by Sony, maybe? Um, I think so, yeah. God of War, Uncharted, Horizon, Spider-Man, maybe? Um, like, like all of those games that are, like, mm-hmm. published by Sony are, like, Ah, chef's gifts top last of us top of the top right like we're we right, are right. cream of the crop and that's the reputation we we expect um so this one just a, a quick little um uh thing from an article in may of this year when days gone was originally released in 2019 it had the worst critical reception and the worst first week sales of any modern big budget sony exclusive so <laughs> sony was like nah we only expect greatness around here and just fucking shoved it up yeah, they're like shut it down. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I can. I don't think I could see that, but it's like, well, that sucks. Yeah, I don't think it was like terrible amongst like its peers, but it's like, uh, it's the kid that like clearly doesn't belong on like the little league world right, series right. champions. Like, you know what I mean? Have... It's like get the fuck out of here. 
Yeah, when you have all A's and A pluses, like you can't have a B or B plus game. I mean, it's yeah. kind of and it's the same sort of mentality that goes into uh, filmmaking these days. Um, I was talking to uh, a friend about this because we we have like a, a group chat here for Raleigh where you know every couple of weeks I put on a movie. I'm like, hey, here's a movie that it's this Tuesday. If you guys want to come see it, you know, just click your going and I'll buy us tickets. And somebody was saying that, like, well, you know, there's been too many horror movies recently. And I was like, well, the reason that that is is because movies, uh, movie studios do not put movies in theaters anymore. Because the idea of a movie studio uh, making, promoting, and releasing a mid-budget comedy, which you and I have talked about here before, The Hangovers, The Wedding Crashers, even romantic comedies, even romances, that is of a bygone era. They do not Mm -hmm. release those anymore. Uh, mostly because instead of doing, you know, spending 30 mil on a horror movie or a comedy and having it make 60 or 80 mil, they would rather spend 100 million on like four or five movies and hope that they make 600 mil, 700 mil, right? But what happens when one of those tanks, it fucking drags down a whole studio. And so it's like the same way of thinking. It's like, oh, you know, this movie, like, like this movie only made, you know, it was, it got a fine Rotten Tomato score, maybe 60. It got a fine Metacritic score. People loved it. Fine. It made $200 million and the budget was 150. That's not getting a sequel. Whereas in 10 years ago, 15 years ago, they do make it. But now they're like, well, you know, nowadays your movie better make a billion or it's not getting a sequel. Your movie, your, your, your blockbuster better, better be as well received as Mad Max or it's not getting a blockbuster, no matter how, you know, well the reception was, which is kind of crazy. And it's kind of, why something like Pacific Rim, when it was announced that it got a sequel, it was like, well, that people were both amazed that it got, happened and that they were getting it because the first one was well received. It was fine. And it made okay amount of money, but not the kind that these days gets you a sequel, right? If you're right. not making Spider-Man money, if you're not making God of War money, critical reception, you know, and Uncharted, like those kind of receptions, that kind of cultural impact, you're just not getting a sequel. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, like, I just think it's, uh, you know, honestly, and maybe that game, if it's, uh, if that game is published by Ubisoft or EA, you know what I mean, maybe it does get a sequel, but, like, from PlayStation standpoint, it's like, why bother with it? Like, I can literally just put these resources towards the next God of War Uncharted Last of Us. Like, Like, I don't need to, I don't need to hand you this one, I can just have these bangers you know what I mean? like right, certified right. bangers it'd be like it'd, it'd be like if like marvel studios was like trying to like start something outside the mcu and then it was like a b plus and like i'm not spending any more money on that right <laughs> right yeah exactly like fuck that i'm not trying that like why would i do that like when i can just like go back to my bread and butter right and um yeah i mean like and it's also like they don't you know the idea of making they're not gonna it just sucks because it takes so much money to make a video game right like they're not gonna release a video game that's just a b plus video game and be like here's it here it is for 30 bucks they're like no we put all this money all of this time into it it's gonna be 70 right but if you told me like hey here's a video game you can finish it in seven or eight hours and it's a b plus game i'd be like yeah sure right but i think just the way that things are set up the game better be worth 70 dollars. it better be a plus or somebody somewhere is going to feel ripped off whether it's the people buying it or the people making it or the people promoting it. I just think, like, for uh, I, first of all, I just making games is not super profitable now, anyways. Unless you like make like the game, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like a AAA title is just not very profitable now. They cost too much, uh, especially when they were only sixty dollars. It was like, 
fuck. Like we're that's I mean that's why every every single fucking game on the face of the earth, sports games, shooter games, uh, action puzzle games, like yeah. they all had a season pass, and it was like because that's like that's how we recoup our money, right? Like like what we make in sales is basically like just covering the costs and then getting people to enjoy it enough to buy extras are how we make profit. Right. And it's just like, it's not really a sustainable model. I don't think for, you know, uh, swings like big swings. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, I think that model only works if you're hitting bread and butters. Um, and so hopefully, you know, that, that's what a lot of people were upset when they heard that games are going to go to $70 a piece. And I was like, I don't like that. The fact that you were getting them for sixty so far is like incredible. Especially because um, I feel like they they were somebody was tweeting out there like they've been sixty since like two thousand. Yes. Also, like they did a thing that was like based on inflation. Like your like Nintendo games were like a hundred and fifty dollars. Like if you adjust for inflation, Nintendo games were like a hundred and fifty bucks. Like it was yeah. like instead of sixty, and it's like sixty at some point along the line became a popular number. And they just fucking stuck with it. And it was like, they were like, I don't know if we can get people to pay more than 60. So they just stuck with it forever. Even when it became like, even when it got to the breaking point and people were like, this isn't really smart anymore. And they're like, we'll just find another way. (laughs) We'll get them to pay for extras, but we can't go up (laughs) on 60. Um, Exactly. And, and I I mean, it's, I, I, I mean, when I, you know, when I was saying that, I was like, I hate, like, it sounds like, won't somebody think of the companies, but it's like, it, it's not wrong to think, hey, or it's not off to think, hey, like, we've been paying 60 When it goes up to 70 it's just, like, inevitable, right? Like, look at your fucking PlayStation machine. Look at how much R&D went into it, like, right? Like, the fact that you're still playing the same amount for this machine that is so right. powerful that it could have sent us to the moon 60 years ago. The fact that you're still paying the same amount for, like, your PS2, it's like, well, you know, like, it's going to go up, right? Yeah. And that's like that's another thing that they're all fighting. You know what I mean? They're like, we can't we can't charge too much because people like PS3 was like dead on arrival. Well, not dead on arrival. It wasn't that bad, but like people shit on it because when it came out, it was I think six hundred, and like the three sixty was four hundred. Yeah, um, yep, I remember. And, and that's like, why there was the three sixties era. That one. Yep, yeah, and like ever since the PlayStation was like, we'll never do that again. (laughs) That like we recovered with the PS4 and there were talks of like PlayStation, the PS5 going to be like 600, 700 bucks. And like, it it was like not certain, but like a lot of people were like, I don't think Sony will ever do that again. (laughs) Like like it's too dangerous. (laughs) You can't, you just lose so much market share. If you decide to like, if you decide to release it that and your competitor releases it like 400, nah, bro, it's a wrap. <laughs> right, right. Right. So. I mean, yeah, it's true. And, and, um, I think, I just think it, it's, I think they both, I think both movies and this share the same just fundamental problem or they share similar problems, right? You're saying like, you know, you're only going to get originals if you like, are Naughty Dog, right? And even then, only if you're Neil Druckmann and you can be like, hey, I have a new idea. Somebody will be like, right. here's a boatload of cash, right? <laughs> right. Or the guy who's, you know, who the, the team behind, like, God of War. Or... Steven Spielberg, uh, say, like, I'm doing the Terminal. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And, oh, well, I was just going to say that. I was like, nowadays, <laughs> the only people who have the kind of power in movies are probably... <sighs> Let's Nolan. See. Yeah, I was about to say Christopher Nolan. And Quentin Tarantino. 
But that's about it. That's about it. Because not even David Fincher, not even um, Scorsese have that pool. Like, they they literally have to go to streamers like Apple and Netflix to be like, please give us money. The studios will not give us money. And we're fucking legends, right? Yeah. Um, Did you see, and this is sort of not not really related, but um, so Nolan was, he was, he sort of was like, all right. I want to go to a different studio because he's been at Warner Brothers since like 2002. He's done all the movies with Warner Brothers, like Inception, the Batman movies, um, what's the fucking Dunkirk, and then I heard, it. I heard about that. And was there like, was there any reason? Was he like, like, did he have like a bad? Was his relationship with Warner Brothers strained? Um, I, I truly think it was all around the. I think it was two things. I think it was Tenant last year, like the rollout with that with COVID. Oh, right? yep, yep, and. The fact that they did that, the 30-day uh, um, HBO Max, HBO gotcha. thing, that he really didn't like that. Yeah, he, he really said, said that. That was like, it hurt yeah. my soul that movies would be put up. Exactly. He said he was like, you know, people last... And, and the way that they did it, too, he was like, last night people went to sleep thinking that they were working for the best movie studio in the world, and they woke up um, to realize that they were working for the worst streamer in the world. Um. Which it's like holy shit, but I mean, no, he was wrong because HBO Max is pretty good. I think it's now yeah. it's at one of the core four that everybody should have. But um, so he eventually went to Universal, okay. and Universal landed him. And his shit, like all of the 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 um the things that he had, like his um what do you call it? requirements, his his writers to get him are nuts. We're not nuts, but he's basically like, you must have the movie a hundred days in theaters. Like you must have it. If you do not, you're breaking my contract and I will sue you. You must not release another movie within like a week of each other, no matter even if it's related. So if they, like if Universal wants to release Minions 5, it cannot be within, I think, two weeks of his movie. <laughs> and fuck out of <laughs> he, he gets money. For, so he gets back in points, which I think, you know, Robert Downey Jr. gets, Scarlett Johansson gets, but they get like, you know, like 20 pennies per, or like, you know, 20 pennies per every $10 or whatever. This motherfucker is getting $2 for every $10 that the movie makes. God damn. <laughs> so every ticket, if your ticket costs $2 or $10, he is getting straight up, up uh, before anybody gets a cut, $2 of it. Like straight <laughs> up. So, and Universal was like, sure. Yeah, like, we'll take that. Um, So it's, it's nuts. And Universal got him and, you know, got, you know, and they, I think, their studio, their streamer is Peacock, so you won't be seeing anything on, on the cat. <laughs> but yeah, it's but yeah, it's nuts. I mean, he is the equivalent. It's like he's the he's the dude in movies. He's the only guy who could get something made that's original. Um, and I think just like in video games, if you want to get a big budget one, there's only a few who can do it. You can do a small one, like you said, like Hades. It'll be independent. Mm-hmm. It'll be smaller. You won't get. The Last of Us 2, right? You won't get um, who's the uh, Red Dead Redemption's shriveling horse testicles <laughs> in the cold, but you'll get, you know, something simpler, something more basic. But the I think that the days of gigantic video games coming out every week, maybe that was never the case, just like right. with movies. But I think it's even less the case, you know, less the case now. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, so day's gone. Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah. Um, the only other thing I want to touch on before we move on yeah. is that I actually just recently today saw that um, I don't know if anybody else is going to give a shit about this. And I don't even know that I fully give a shit about it. I just feel like it's crazy. Um, ESPN. All right. Well, actually, so, you know, every sport has like a league pass. 
You know, there's yeah. like NFL Sunday ticket, and it costs like yeah. a fucking ridiculous amount to see every game. And the, it's a fucking DirecTV, yes. It's it fucking pissing me off. But even yes. not DirecTV, like the cable ones, like the NBA League Pass is super expensive. Like yes. baseball, oh, yeah. super ESPN acquired, I guess, the rights to, to NHL games. So now NHL games are on ESPN+. Plus. Like any non-local NHL game, you can just watch on ESPN+. Plus. Which is crazy. Like, like there used to be an NHL season pass where it was, like, expensive and you got every game. Now it's just, like, as long as, like, for us, like, as long as it's not a Carolina Hurricanes game that we want to watch, you can watch it. Like, that's that's impressive. That's fucking nuts. At the the cost of ESPN+, Plus, you know what I mean? It's like, what, the bundle with, like, Disney Plus and, like, Hulu's, like, 13 bucks. (laughs) Like... Dude, yes, like if if like if there was like an NFL app. I mean, there is an NFL app, but I mean, you can watch some of the games on there for free. But it has to be like the primetime game. Like literally, when I'm watching, like when we went, like if I if, if I want to watch like the Cowboys play whoever on Sunday, I'm like, let me see if it's on the app. And if it literally, it's a coin flip. Sometimes it's right. literally like it's not there. And I'm like, why not? And they're like, it's just not. I'm like, oh, well, that's a f- way to do it. Okay. <laughs> so, but if there was an app and they were like, all right, look, from the month of September. February, you can subscribe and you can pay, you know, how many months is that? September, October, November, December, January, February, six months. You could pay $45 or every month you could pay 10 to watch all of the NFL games you want, whenever, wherever, on your app. You can fucking, you know, pull it up on your phone and shadow cast it on your TV. I would pay that, dude. And I, and I don't really, I mean, I watch football, right? And I watch the Cowboys and stuff, but I don't even watch football like that. But just to, to know that I could be like, oh, I, I got to watch the Cowboys. They're playing that Sunday. And I'm like, oh, I'm in a place with Wi-Fi, but I can't really watch it at home. I would do that, right? Like, the thing is, know. is that, like, clearly that's a loss for them. You know what I mean? Like, like they have a deal with DirecTV, and I'm sure they make way more... Right. On that day, and they even would a direct service. And also, like, on top of, like, if I had to take a guess, they probably get some percentage of people that, like, buy the NHL or the NFL League Pass, right? Mm. Or Sunday Ticket. Like, they probably get a percentage from every one of those. And then they also probably make money with DirecTV for an exclusive, uh, an exclusivity deal as far as, like, you're the only one that can offer this. So, mm. like, for them, there's no reason they would ever do it. I, But it just occurred to me. The one time where I think you could you could easily get people to pay that price, and I feel like it would be just um, like like a benefit to them. Mm-hmm. It well maybe not. Maybe there's some people willing to pay NFL Sunday ticket for this, but like if you could just offer one team, like mm-hmm. like like here's your NFL league pass, like you get to choose one team where you can see every game. Or, or even if you wanted to do multiples, right? Like, let's say... On the car, it could be 10 bucks, and then for every additional team, it's like 3 five. bucks or Yeah, five like bucks 5 bucks. And so you're like, I want to keep track of the Cowboys because they're my favorite team, and then the Chiefs because I like my home. So you know what I mean? Like, like Yeah. And you could just see all their games. And so that's an extra, like, you know, 90 bucks for them that, like, not everyone that gets that would have gotten Sunday ticket. You know what I mean? I'd be right, interested right. to see the numbers because, like, for example, I would never. But if you told me for... $60 a season I could watch every Cowboys game. I that I'd probably choose that. You know what I mean? Like like no matter what market you're in, no matter what region, anything like that, what t- like here's the Cowboys game. I think I'd pay that. Yeah. That seems like a that seems like a banger. Yes. And I I think I think you're totally right. I think that's a great deal. And I think as people as more and more states legalize gambling, I think there will be 
a change in that. I think the idea of blacking out a game is going to be obsolete. I think the idea of you not being able to watch any game you want whenever is going to be nuts. Like, if I bet... There's a difference between me being like, oh, you know, I'm upset. I went to college at that school. I can't watch it. Oh, well, I'll follow it on my phone. And I have placed $100. That is my money I need to be watching. And enough people have... If enough people high up have that kind of pressure, it'd be like, I need to be watching this game. I put I placed $1,500 on this, $2,000 on that, $150 this, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Shit will change. Um... I think that will change, and I think, you know, somebody was saying that, like, you know, before it used to be we're going to make the headlines at the bottom as sleek as possible, just Mm -hmm. the score, just the timeouts. You know, they always try to make it as compact, and the timeouts are little nugget stars that turn off, right? Oh, you're going to get get a picture-in-picture of every single score, bro. (laughs) Somebody's saying, like, that shit's going to look like CNBC. (laughs) It's going to be a little ticker at the bottom with the plus, the the overs, the unders, the... the, um, the covers, the spreads, the prop bets, everything. And it's going to be so cluttered, you're not going to even know what to look at it. And so I think with that will come the ability, something's going to crack, right? The ability to be able to watch these games. Because right yeah. now, it is kind of nuts that you're like, it's the biggest league in the world that should be extremely accessible to anybody, yet it's not, right? Like, right. would we watched the Chargers-Cowboys game. You said you had to get the the free trial for Peacock, right? Right. And then next, next month, it will be something different. You know what I mean? Like, I'll need the CB yeah, sports Fuck, the fubo right. or whatever right, <laughs> right. like the... it's, yeah it's it, it's absurd um so you're right i do think something like that will, will, could possibly change it um it'll be interesting to see but um overall point was that like nhl games for 15 bucks shit i might start watching that nhl <laughs> i start watching fucking hockey bro i'm gonna put some money on some fucking <laughs> hockey <laughs> that's what i'm talking about um all right so let's uh let's move on uh from this <laughs> Um, on what we've been watching for a hot minute. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, I was like, do you want to skip the big, the big uh, topic for today and just do the last two small ones? Yeah, because absolutely. Burning... Yep. All right, so, so go ahead. I was gonna say, so right before we recorded, there was an announcement of the uh, casting for the animated Super Mario movie. And so the reason that this is big is because Nintendo made a Super Mario movie in 1993, it was 92, a two 93. Pack of ass. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's sick, right? Um. It had John Leguizamo as Luigi, Bob Hoskins as Mario, and Dennis Hopper as Bowser. And it was, like, just this weird, like, imagine, like, just the complete opposite of what you would imagine a Super Mario World movie to be. And that's Mm -hmm. what it was. Just, I remember watching it as a kid and being like, this is fucking weird. Like, it's terrifying. (laughs) And so, they're making, so, so, after that, Nintendo was like, nope, no movies. No movies, right? right? Which is which, if you think about it, it's kind of weird, cool. given that they're literally like the biggest, where they're like the most iconic video game brand in the world. Like literally, anybody who, every you know, um, Hispanic mom will tell you turn off that Nintendo when they literally mean any <laughs> video game thing ever, right? Like the, Nintendo is video game. Yeah, I right? think I think basically what happened. The breakdown on that is that like Nintendo games are as uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for here are as, like, recognizable and ubiquitous as, like, the games to play, specifically because they've always had full 100% control over all of it. Right. Right. And so I think what happened was they commissioned a movie, and then it went south, like, very south, and they were like, 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 we have an air of, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, an air of royalty. You know what I mean? Like, like an aura. I mean, they are Disney, right? Right, yeah, they are the game Disney. 
And they had one bad one, and they were like, ho, 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 ho. We put out two more of these, and they flop. We have a fucking problem on our hands. Like, our brand is now, like, different. It, like, people right. look at us funny in the light. You know what I mean? And they were like, right, right. never yep. again. <laughs> yeah. And now and he, we've gotten to the point where it's like a whole separate generation of people are going to be watching this. And they're like, okay, let's give it one more attempt. <laughs> right. And, and it's crazy that it's happening. So the studio is Illumination. And they're the guys who did Despicable Me, uh, the Minions movies, uh, okay. Sing. Um, which if you want to be surprised at something fucking insane, Google how much money Sing made. The one about the the, the singing animals. Okay, so like... first of all, never even fucking heard of this movie. Um, twenty sixteen Sing. Okay, all right. oh wait, all right. I remember the pig in the gold suit. Yeah. Let's see. Six hundred million dollars. Bro, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> what do you mean? Right. And so they, these guys, this studio has been, to say that they've been on a roll is an understatement. I think in terms of just how successful they've been, it's literally been Pixar 1 over the last, I would say from like 2010 to now, the last decade. 2010 to now, it's been Pixar 1 and these guys too. Bro, this movie made $635 million and only cost $75 million. What the fuck are you talking yes. about? Yeah. So their movies, and, and, and then also, so I, I watched the trailer um, for Sing 2, when I went to see, I forget what they had it before. I think it was Cruella. It was Cruella. And so they had the, the trailer for Sing 2. And Oh, you know another one? The Secret Life of Pets, dude. Look, Google how much The Secret Life of Pets made. I So this one I remember, and I remember thinking it didn't look very good, but I do remember thinking that this shit was like, Way more popular than I thought I had any business being. Eight hundred seventy-five million. You're bugging, <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude. Illumination movies are jai fucking gigantic. Dude, they make so much money. Despicable Me, Hop, The Lorax, Despicable Me Two, with Minions, Secret Life of Pets, Sing, Despicable Me Three, The Grinch, The Secret Life of Pets Two. All of those gigantic, right? And so they finally they somehow got Nintendo to crack and say, yeah, we'll make a movie with you. Um, somehow, right? Because you'd think this would be something that Pixar would maybe have done, or even DreamWorks when they were at their peak, like after Shrek or Shrek 2, or even, uh, what's another studio that had a big success that was like that? I mean, uh, there was one called Blue Blue Sky, like after the Ice Age movies, but somehow Mm -hmm. it came to Illumination. Um, and yeah, so there, it's, it's going to be... Coming out, but anyway, the 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 point is what I'm trying to say about Illumination is that they're kind of like the little studio that could because they came out with Despicable Me, and if you watch that, it it looks rough. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I watched the trailer for Sing Two, all of the animation, like there's like a shot of the gorilla riding a motorcycle through like a field, and I'm like, that looks like a real field. I was like, <laughs> they have put all of the money back into their technology, so I'm so excited to see how the um, Mario movie looks, but. Uh, so the cast is. I, before we even get to that, I yeah. Did you happen to look at who the directors are? It, it somebody said it was the 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 guys who did uh, Teen Titan Go. It Teen is, Titans and Go. now I'm all on board. I was like kind of shaky on this movie, and I saw this. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, let's go. Because you watched the movie, right? Yeah, I watched the movie. I watched the show. It's all great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talked. Yeah, because we talked about the songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, Bro, if we get if we get Mario Kroon in an R&B joint, I'm, 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 here, <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, so yeah, so let's let's dig into the cast here. Yes, 
So, um, the so Mario will be voiced by Chris Pratt. Whew. And this one, I, this one felt this like the top two felt the most iffy to me. Yes, yes, I totally agree. Which is yes. crazy to to, yes. to do that with the like two main ones. I feel like. yeah. So Anya Taylor Joy plays Peach, and of course she's huge right now off Queen's Gambit and Furiosa and stuff. And so, I I think so people were shitting on on the internet or on Twitter because Chris Pratt sort of lost any sort of muster he had five or six years ago. Now he's like, you know, I think he's like MAGA Chris and people literally think he's the worst Chris out of the Chris's. And so, um, I think it's fine. I think I like him in the Lego movie. I think it could have been way worse. Yeah. I think he's somebody who at least will change his voice to match an emotional change. I think voice acting is one of his top, talents whereas somebody like um well you watch did you we what, what if right yeah somebody said that uh bucky's what's his name sebastian stan yeah was like terrible yeah it was pretty rough yeah and in uh what's his name michael b jordan also was like not very good yeah so i think voice acting is something that people just assumed oh you're an actor you can voice act but of course we've we've had our our list before right we've talked about the best casting and stuff and like the yeah. vo- divorce ones like um will smith as what's his name <laughs> yeah oscar the, yeah. the uh shark tale right so uh, people are like oh my gosh it's horrific I'm like, eh, i mean eh, eh, it is what it is right right he's a big actor and at least he'll actually put effort into it um i have no idea what anya taylor joy will be yeah that's a rough one <laughs> not rough i mean it could work out but that like i said these two were the most rough. i was like huh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the chris rock huh <laughs> exactly but everybody no under there, <laughs> everybody under there, I was just like, yeah. it was like the the what's it called the 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 Vince McMahon the, oh, like it was one of that. There's there's one other one that seems a little questionable, but the yeah. rest are on point. I wonder if it's the yeah. same one. Yeah, well, um, let, let's go down the list. Okay. So Charlie Charlie Day is Luigi. That's a fucking kind of perfect fucking swish, bro. That shit's fucking yeah. money in the bucket. Um, um, that one was Jack incredible. Jack Black as Bowser, I think. Is this your one? No, this one to me, okay. I feel like works. Okay. Um, I feel um, like, I feel like even even outside of like Jack Black has done voice acting, but even on top of that, just like as a personality, kind of like how we said like Will Smith, like I, he was a terrible voice actor, but even as an actor, like Will Smith is just playing like Will Smith as another character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like Will Smith is playing Will Smith as like fucking uh what's the most recent movie he did like you know uh, like uh the one reason pickpocket you know what i mean or deadshot yeah like you know what i mean those i, I was gonna yeah. say pursuit of happiness but he actually does a pretty good job on that one so i can't yeah. <laughs> like that one i can't say but like it's always just like wh- like his role is like what if will smith was actually this person you know what i mean right. <laughs> so um but jack black on the other hand to me like kind of is all over the fucking place. You know what I mean? And I feel like that kind of lends itself well to voice acting. If you're willing to just go over the top and give it like 100% of whatever you got, whether it's comedy or, or, you know, he's done some dramatic roles that have been decent. You know what I mean? And like, I Mm -hmm. I just, I get the feeling that he's willing to go as far as needed for voice acting. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like some act, again, Will Smith is just the example I'm going to use. I feel like if you ask Will Smith, like, Really, like, goose it up. He'd be like, he'd be like, nah, I'm too cool for that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's not what we're here for. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so that one, that one, I feel pretty confident in. Um, yeah. Um, Keegan Michael Key is towed. That's it. Whatever. I, I'm okay with that. I, well, I think that's perfect. Also, just because like Keegan Michael Key, I think is very funny in super short doses, and I don't think you're going to get that much towed. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I think he yes. just comes yes. off with a couple quick like one-liners or quips, and you're like, ah, that's funny. So I think I think we're good there. Um, this is the one that I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong? Yeah, I'm a little like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I think I, I Maybe I, I just think... don't know enough about Donkey Kong. You know what I mean? I, but like, yeah. I was just like, uh, I, I don't put Donkey Kong in the same like trope that I would put Pumbaa in. So like, I'm like, I don't know. Because Pumbaa seemed perfect. So like Donkey Kong, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this is going to work out or not. Right, right, and I think I think that's the one where he was so good as Pumbaa. I think he he was great as Pumbaa. Um, I think I, I just can't see him changing his voice enough. Right, that's than... what I was gonna say. Is Seth Rogen is so the same way we talk about uh, what's his fucking name, Jason Manzukas? Like yes, the moment, yes, he, yep. even if it's the right casting, like it's so like jarring because you're like, right. that's him. Because that's him. Yeah, I think the his two best roles are Big Mouth and um, Invincible, and I think in both of them it's like that's Jason Manzukas, right? Right. And the only th- reason that it changes is because of the writing of the character. Right, and even Invincible was tough to get past at first. Like by the end, I think yes. they were good, but like I remember the yep, first yep, couple times yep. I saw him, I was like, mm. yeah. So um, Seth Rogen's the iffy one for me. Yeah. And then uh, Fred Armisen or Kevin Michael Richards as comic. Well, it was and... Fred Armisen as uh, as Cranky Kong. We hadn't touched yeah. on, which I feel like is yeah. a decent one. Yeah. Somebody said Danny. Um, what's his name? Danny McBride should be uh, Waluigi or not Waluigi Wario. And I was like, that sounds fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. Oh god. Um, and then uh, Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike. I don't even remember who Spike is. Um. In, in these games, uh, yeah. Spike, Mario. I know Sebastian Maniscalco is, he's, he, I don't know. I feel like he's going to be another one where it's like so just blatantly him that I don't really know if it's going to work. But again, yeah. if I've never even fucking heard of the character, I can't imagine they're a big part. Uh, yeah. So. so, I mean, I, I saw a bunch of people, you know, on Twitter, they were upset. They're like, oh, Chris Pratt, uh, what the fuck? And stuff. And then I had to be like, I was texting a friend and I was like, yeah, but then, you know, what I ultimately have to remember is that this will be, I think, in a way, a movie for children. So, right. yeah. So the idea of being like, what the fuck? It's like, well, you know, yes, it will be for everybody, but like. You know, they're not going like, what will the Twitter people think when they're casting Chris Pratt, a huge, you know, a relatively big movie star. In, right. The ceiling is the, the Lego movie. movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's a right. It's a movie. Right. Yes. Well, how did you describe it before? There's a difference between, like, a family movie and a kid's movie. Is that what yes. you said? Yeah. I think this one, like, the ceiling is family movie. But, like, if it turns out to be kid's movie, I don't think, as long as it's not, like, a garbage heap. I think, right. like, if it comes out kids' movie and it's, like, only kids, like, I think they'll still, at the end of the day, be like, that's fine. You know what right, I mean? Right, like, right. Like, like, sing. Like, dude, or The Secret Life of Pets. You, it, it, well, I'm sure Nintendo would want, of course, a critical response, right? right. But if Illumination gets the life, the Secret Life of Pets money, $875 million out of the Mario movie, mm-hmm. I think they'll be just fine. I think yeah. they'll be like, you know what? Fire up Super Mario 2 colon <laughs> Wario's Revenge. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, so you know, I, I don't hate what, it. No, but what, I don't know. What, well, um, 
um, Movie Bob on Twitter was talking about how you know he was bummed that it looks like it's going to be sort of like a meta um, adaptation of this, and and I kind of see what he means. Like it's going to be like, whoa, we're in a, hey, wake like Wreck and Ralph, like wake up, wake up! They're, the uh, little Johnny's playing with us. He's he's yeah. booting up Nintendo sixty five. We gotta go through the NES port to get to Paper Mario and the DS. You know what I'm saying? Like they're it's like they're aware that they're a video game sort of thing. Is that is that like, confirmed that it's going to be like that, or is he worried that it will turn into that? He's worried that it'll turn into that because of Illumination and because of Teen Titans Go. Because of uh, their, their yeah, comedy right. style is a little bit more erratic, a little bit That's more true. winking. Yeah. Like, p- pushing the Waynes down the alleyway to get them murdered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, whereas I think he wants more just like, it's in the universe Buy-in. we are yeah. in the spider-verse right we're not going wink wink it's not the Le- like the lego movie it works because it's legos there's no story there there's never been so that's why that works it's like uh gotta get the crangle oh it's crazy glue oh it's about a kid and his dad and they're connecting and you know blah blah right. blah, 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 blah blah right um but i think um i would be fine with either if it's done well uh but of course it would be awesome to see like um a really well made like in the world Super Mario World animated movie. The only problem I foresee with that is just that like it's so basic. Like I I guess like my only problem would be is you'd have to add so much to make it like a straight up in the world movie and it just not be like you could make it in the world movie of Mario and make it like 20 minutes and get across like any Mario story. You know what I mean? Like, like other than like maybe super Mario Odyssey, you know what I mean? I just, I, I think maybe that's why they might move in that direction is it's just like, there's, I think there's too much. I mean, it's literally your princess is in another castle and you, you, they go to a different castle. You know what I mean? So like how many times are you going to do that on film to stay true to the story? But you know what I mean? Yeah. Also like, what are your action sequences going to be with fucking Mario and Bowser? Like, so, um, you know, I, I think, let's put it this way, I would love, like you said, I would love to get, like, an in-the-universe version of it, um, yeah. but I just feel like it'd be probably easier to pull off a, like, very good version of the Wink Wing Nudge Nudge version. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that's, it's easier to pull off and still do it well versus the other one. Yeah, and I'm trying to find, right before we recorded, I saw this really fucking awesome... Um, animated Mario that somebody made on TikTok, but I can't find who did it. Because I was going to show it to you and be like, dude, like if it looks like this, this would be pretty sweet. Um, give me no, if I can't find it, but I'll send it to you afterward if I can right. find it. But it, it's it's really cool. It's like super. It's like it looks cartoony, but sort of realistic. Right. Gonna give the old fucking Detective Pikachu treatment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that, like that, but like in in an animated world. I swear I had I should have retweeted it or I should have bookmarked it knowing that we were going to talk about this but I completely blanked on it um but um but yeah I mean yeah I mean until I see like footage I literally have no idea like I don't know how much the guys who do Teen Titan Go are going to have rain how much um influence Nintendo is going to be like hey like come on don't do that we can't do that We're, we're Nintendo we don't do that kind of you know those kind of jokes or like um but yeah. So, all right. So, um, rate your excitement on a uh, a scale of one to ten. Not how five. good you think it's gonna be. Okay, five. 
I think five, I give it like, five. I think I give it like a six, six and a half, just because like I do think it has the potential to be something awesome if it's done well. So like I, I'm willing yeah, to give it a little more, but like it's also not really my thing. I'm not like a super big Mario guy, anyways. Yeah, and like we said, especially like based on what we know off of Teen Titans Go, and and and, and it, from all accounts, the Elimination movies are perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So you know, like none of them are like we're not talking, you know, like Shark Tale or even like. Madagascar one, right? Like we're talking, pretty much all B pluses and a couple of A's. I've heard the Despicable Me, Despicable Me movies are, you know, pretty good. Yeah, so, I think I've only seen maybe one. <laughs> so. I haven't seen a single one. So, um, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I think that's a it's an odd fit. All of it's odd, right? Like your two main characters are odd. The studio is odd. Nintendo coming out making another movie after abstaining for so long is kind of odd, but. I think it has the potential. Yeah. Well, do you think... And also, I, I feel like this is kind of like how I've always talked about, like, there must have been something there, right? Like, I, I always use the example of Christian Bale doing Terminator Salvation. Although, that movie sucks. So, maybe I was wrong. I always say that. I'm like, maybe it was wrong. But anytime that a big actor does, like, one of these movies, I'm always like, well, there must have been something there, right? That like, must, something must like, have yes, drawn them... Worked. Yeah, exactly. Because they could have easily not, right? Or they could have... They... Nobody shops... Nintendo isn't shopping around, right? People shop and make their pitches to Nintendo. Right. So, like, you know, what was it? What was what did Illumination say? What did the Teen of uh, Teen Titans Go movie guys? What did they say? Right, to make them go. You know what? These are the guys. Or you know what? Now is the time. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I, I I would definitely be interested to see the first trailer whenever that happens. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So. That's that. And I think it's supposed to release December of next year. Yeah. It's like not that far away, I don't think, for like having just have not com- heard about it. They're going to have Avatar 2 competition. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, <laughs> so do you want to touch on the Emmys real quick? Um, what's that? Um, we could uh, just like literally like two minutes. Okay. Um, so like, yeah, the Emmys were this weekend, this past weekend, and the big winners were like uh, Mary Sound won all of them. Um, what always ends up happening, or we you know, Mervy Sound, Ted Lasso won most of the comedy ones, The Crown won most of the drama ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but what always ends up happening with this, and that always sucks for me, is that, you know, if well, you might have like two or three shows that are great, but one show will monopolize everything because it like does everything just like a little bit better, just like Ted Lasso, right? Right. Whereas. And, and ultimately, they're, they're, it's, it's just, like, up to the opinion, right? Like, last year, I think, like, everybody on Schitt's Creek won all of the acting ones. It's like, well, maybe, like, you know, the supporting actress and somebody else was a little better. Like, nobody ever goes, hey, let's split up the it's love. Like, it's like the whole package kind of, like, probably gave too much weight to the other thing. Like, like I, I, again, I didn't watch the Emmy, so I don't know what it won. But, like, it would be like if Mayor of Easttown won, like, some cinematography award and it's like maybe this other thing actually had better cinematography but because mayor of east town is so critically acclaimed like it, like I, I feel like people are just like i don't want to vote against it so like they vote for it even if something may have been a tiny bit better in a show that's ultimately worse right and because they're like you know i've already fucking you know voted for it for actor or actress or whatever right um, yeah, so, yeah, Mary Town won, I think, best... It was the short series one, so it won, like, Best Supporting Actress, Actor, um, act, uh, Best Actress, Actress, Kate Winslet won that, um, Ted Lasso won, like, 
best supporting actor, actress, best comedy actor, best com I think best comedy. Um, Gene Smart, who or who was in Hacks, Hacks won like the writing ones, the directing mm-hmm. ones. Um, the Crown won like all of the like supporting actors, like the drama shit. Um, I think people were a little bit surprised that the MCU movies didn't really win anything, any of the acting ones. But it's like, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch enough of the MCU ones. Loki was really solid. I, I yep. promise you, I understand what if not winning a single fucking thing. I mean, I don't know how it works. <laughs> where I'm at on that show, it's like, I'm finishing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It. yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, that's why I wanted to wait to the end, because I was like, eh, I'm going to just wait, give it to the end, and then just kind of burn through it. Yeah. Um. um and did, wait, did you watch, um, what's it called? Well, WandaVision? Did you finish I did one? not. I never I never watched WandaVision or uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, My wife watched Wanda- WandaVision and Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier, but... I would say definitely watch WandaVision. I don't know about Winter Winter Soldier. I think that one's just like, well, it's too late now. Yeah. It, you know, like, sorry. It's like you're leaving. You're on a train and you're leaving. And fucking Winter Soldier's like, wait, wait for me. You're like, oh, sorry. The train can't stop the train now. Sorry. And then WandaVision comes up. And you're like, yeah, let me pause this real quick. Yeah, come on. Hop on. Hop on. So I think, I totally think. Don't, don't tell them I let you on the bus. Don't, yeah, don't tell Falcon. Shh. Yes, keep it on the deal. Uh, definitely WandaVision. Absolutely worth it. It's great. Like, it, it's, it's pretty good. Um,. But yeah, Falcon, you can just leave it. So yeah, the, the, I think there was, I, I think people were just, I think everybody got a little bit of love. Um, but yeah, I think the big, the one big loser I saw was that the, yeah, the MCU shows didn't really have a big showing. I'm sure technically, which I don't think that they put on the show, they just kind of put them out on a list. They go, mm-hmm. you know, best uh, key grip lighting by WandaVision. Oh shit. Or, you know, right. you know, like nobody, you know, best cinematography in a half hour TV show filmed outside wandavision <laughs> oh shit um there are a lot of emmys i think that's the between that's the difference between the oscars and the other awards is that if you do the grammys if you do the emmys all of those have dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of awards and the oscars are just 23 so right. it's just like 23 flat that's it boom but i think the fucking grammys are hundreds the emmys are dozens so uh but i think in the main categories yeah mcu went home empty-handed yeah, I think, uh, you know, and that's one of the things, like, maybe they got shortchanged a little bit, but uh, at the end of the day, I don't think anybody at Marvel gives a shit. I feel like they're like, nah, we just rake it in the cash. I don't give a exactly. fuck. Exactly, I'm just like, <laughs> whoosh, whoosh, you know, like that kind of, whoosh, what? And then, what'd you say? Oh, you made me lose count. God damn it. <laughs> no, Emmys, over. who gives a shit? <laughs> 100,000 million. 200,000 million. <laughs> <laughs> now my goddamn scale's broke. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I don't think, yeah, I think that they'll be just fine. Yeah, they hit the old fucking money counter. Go, <laughs> just fucking that shit. Look at fuck. Uh, <laughs> who, who the fuck is Emmy? Like that. that <laughs> uh, uh, all right, but yeah, um, that's the episode for this week. Um, uh, just a quick tease, let you guys know we'll be talking about uh, most likely we'll be talking about uh, you know some of our favorite samples uh, in rap music next week. Um, that yep. was a topic we had to skip on today because, you know, we talked about Days Gone for like 30 minutes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, um, well, not just Days Gone, but just this, uh, yeah, the, yeah. literally the, the state of the movie and video game industry and how they're joined <laughs> at the hip. Yeah, uh, which somehow we got to via Days Gone. <laughs> it's just such, a, mm-hmm. such an odd fucking jump off point. Um, anyways, uh, you can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at TMoneyBags. And I'm at EverCastro92 on Instagram. You can catch the podcast directly at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us directly, differentanimalspodcast at gmail.com. 
Um, as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. Later. Let's go Saints! <laughs> <laughs>